You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. What number are we on? This is actually episode 121. Wow. It's yeah. like it's it's like wow. we're established. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> kinda. It's kind of funny because I used to really pay attention to the numbers and then I just kind of stopped because mm-hmm. Google's been making all these changes and kind of screwing people on stats and stuff, changing things around, making it harder to get good numbers on stuff now. Um, but what's really interesting to me now is on the podcast going into those stats and kind of watching. Yeah. And it's always really interesting to me that people actually go back and listen to a lot of the older stuff. Yeah. Oh. Like sometimes the stats on the older stuff are almost better than the new stuff or like right in there. Interesting. It's funny. I think yeah. I think that when we look at that, I bet you that it'll all coincide with when somebody brought it up in large Facebook groups for like specific things. So like Maybe. I'll bring it up in Joe Bob Briggs or something and all of a sudden like our old trashy horror movie ones all Might spike. Pop. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like oh, yeah. I don't know. Or it's just New they listeners. listen to one and then they're like, "Oh, I'm going to listen to another one." Yeah. But it's kind of cool just seeing that. That is cool. Because when you've got a cat, back catalog, people can they can find other stuff to listen yeah. to. Yeah. And I would have to think that if you're listening to an episode you're interested in, you're going to probably go back. Oh yeah, I always do that with podcasts. If I yeah. listen to the, you know, to one, I, I'm gonna go and see if there's earlier ones or later ones, and yeah. listen to those too. So. We've got a lot of horror stuff on here. Yeah, there's been a lot of horror, and those always seem to do really, really well. Horror is the thing. It's the best. What's funny though is the hereditary one. The hereditary one, constantly. There is consistent traffic on that one, mm-hmm. the hereditary one, the us one that we did mm-hmm. a couple months back. That mm-hmm. one, the ones that are always of that are topical to yeah. people because mm-hmm. people are still talking about us and people are oh, still yeah. talking yeah. about hereditary. Oh, dude, yeah. hereditary oh, yeah. is nonstop, and especially now that midsummer's out. Yeah, like now it's just it's back, and everybody's <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> Some Thank horror, you, Apollo. <laughs> some horrors yeah. taking place in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Midsummer has got all the people that hated Hereditary screaming about how much they hated Hereditary again, and it's cracking me up because it's like, first of all, did you actually watch the movie? Because the people that scream about how much they hated it, usually it, it seems <laughs> like they just didn't understand the movie. I don't even think it's that. I think it's a lot of people that just didn't watch it and they're just screaming about it anyways. Yeah. You know, the uneducated masses. I haven't seen the, either of these movies. That was me beeping. I don't, they're not typically, I don't think, my my taste, so I haven't you know gone out of my way to see them, but I'm very curious to know I where think, I'd fall. I think you'd enjoy them like, if you like weird horror, not just straight lace stuff. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy them. It, yeah. Hereditary is one of the most uncomfortable movies I've ever watched. I fucking loved it. Interesting. Loved it. I really didn't expect to like it. Like, yeah. A24's movies for me are really, really, yes. really hit or miss. Uh-huh. So I either love them or I despise them or just think they're a complete waste of time. 
And this one looked like it was, I was going to think it was a complete waste of time. Yeah. 10 minutes in, I was like, I had unreclined and was leaning forward in my chair watching <laughs> mm-hmm. it. That's so fun. Good. I like that. Do you like it, horror movies like from the 70s and stuff? Yeah, I do. Then you would like it. Okay. You would. It really has that. It, it, so it's like. It reminds me of the changeling. Okay. Like that kind yeah. of vibe. All right. That yeah. I know exactly what kind yeah. of movie this is now. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I like those 70s, like, you know, it's in a, in a home, and it usually has to mm-hmm. do with, like, family and some sort of <laughs> past trauma, and, you know. You literally just yeah. described the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would love it, I think. I really do. That's a seven, That's what I think of when you say 70s yeah. horror. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. There's tons of stuff like that, too. The Omen, The Exorcist. Yep. Changeling. I think one of these days, you just need to come over, bring Mike over, uh-huh. you guys come over, whatever. Yeah. And we'll just get have some drinks and just watch a movie. Like, it doesn't have to. to be a party. Just yeah, no, just do a movie actual, night again. Just friends yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, because that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. But although I have to say, watching the entity, I felt bad for Jen, but she didn't. She didn't actually feel uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable for her. But watching the entity with mm-hmm. a room full of guys and Jen was mm-hmm. very weird. Because mm-hmm. my wife. Was, like I'm sitting there, like there's rape scenes, there's mm. like all this shit going on, and I'm like, yeah, it's a very like, uncomfortable thing to is. watch. And mm-hmm. then you're surround being the only woman in a room surrounded by guys, and half of them are laughing. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I'm sitting in the seat next to her, like this is awkward. <laughs> this is really awkward. And afterwards, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize it was like that. She's like, why? It was fun. Like, okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm happy for her. She's more badass than I am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's freaky. The whole <clears throat> spirit rape thing. Yeah. That scene is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And the If you tell me your rapes in a movie, I'm not gonna watch it. That's yeah. My my one limit. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. it. Oh child molestation too. Mine is child which, killers. Which I hate to have to say, but I actually saw a movie that was very explicit in that and i was like well there's another there's that another one check that one <laughs> yeah. off on the list of things <laughs> it was I'll a really good again. movie the last lars but von trier movie mysterious skin if you've ever seen that no. with joseph gordon levitt it's really good it's anything depressing he, anything he's oh. in is really good depressing like, and very disturbing yeah great lars von trier fuck that guy well with the last one there was child murder in it yeah like him killing his children yeah. with a rifle in a field, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "I'm done." Yeah, I, I, I had to like fast forward because it was so uncomfortable yeah. that I, I just can't. Yeah, I can't deal with actually. Um, if it's done like off screen or something, you don't really see what happens. Maybe. Yeah, I know what you mean. But mm-hmm. actually, yeah. seeing a father shooting his children and murdering them Absolutely and laughing not. about it. I was just like, there's yeah, no reason for this. Well, that's like for me, Pet Cemetery is is that because the whole child murderer thing. Yeah. Seeing a child yeah, go to that level, just a rough scene. Does not like yeah. I, my brain is just like, nope, nope, we're not doing this. Nope. In the remake, it's not as. That's what bad. I heard. I need. I I actually, I finally did it. I rewatched the eight, the old one. Yeah. And I, I hated it just as much as I did when I saw it in the theater. So 
uh, some things don't change. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> so at least I gave it another shot. Like, we're doing hey, a, I'm older. We're doing a more relaxed episode tonight. We decided we're going to have a small topic. We're going to talk about what's going on with all the streaming services for a little bit, and we're just going to kind of shoot the shit this episode because yep. we don't ever do that. And sometimes it's just fun. Just to, to just hang talk. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, this is episode 121. Unfortunately, one of our sponsors, Rest in Peace, Sellerman's, yeah. the 27th of July was their last day open. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. And they were actually posting today, if you want to come up here, there's stuff outside that you can take because we're leaving the rest of everything behind. Jesus. Dude. Yeah. Jesus. I remember the day that they announced that they were selling off their brewing equipment, I was like, wait, what? What? What do you mean you're yeah. selling your brewing equipment? Like I can understand closing down the restaurant, yeah, or the 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 location, but you're not going to brew anymore because your shit's amazing and it's everywhere and and, and they could Detroit. find a place just to brew. They could. Um, I don't know mm. why they don't. I don't know. Are they? I, do we know where they're moving on to? No, I think they're just done. Just done. Mm. I think they're yeah. Yeah. I think those Maybe guys start sponsoring uh, horror movies and trying to get that going because those dudes know their horror. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> I think, you know, money stuff happened. The rent was skyrocketing Hazel because Park's the guy was like, oh, it's Hazel Park. It's a new hot spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe something happened with that where we, hey, we can't afford this anymore. That sucks. And I just think. They probably just got tired mm-hmm. and just said, you know, maybe it's time to hang it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all that stuff fighting against them, having to wake up at five in the morning to clean your restaurant or yeah. clean your brew room, right? So you can get to work yeah, every that's day. Hard work. Ugh. Jeff and Dom, great guys. We're, yeah, we're gonna miss your business, man. Yes, I'm so, sad I've never got to go there. They were good. Yeah, it was great. So Flint Institute of Arts. Make sure you My check them out. My home away from home. I've <laughs> upgraded. The, the closet now has a plush bed. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. furry bed. Wow. It like is, last it is. month you had a cot. This... I did. I did. I talked them into giving me, it's actually just a taxidermied goose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I sleep on now. <laughs> and then, of course, projectorscreen.com. They are awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's oh, and of course, oh, and I'm going like, wait a second. Matador Martial oh, Arts. Matador. Rudy Garza, the man. Yes. Yep. Our go-to toy guy. He is. Is also excellent at self-defense and martial arts. Yep. So, anyways, moving on. In news this week, Rambo, the latest movie, Last Blood, actually received a hard R rating today. So, Stallone was all about that. Yep. Posting on Instagram and Twitter. We shared a new story I, about that. You know, can I can I point out the funny thing about that? What's well, a hard R? Isn't an R just an R? I think an R is an R, but I think in this case, oh, dramatic. That, yeah, there's like one one more set of boobs than normal than like, <laughs> than like a, just a R. There's one more exploding arrow. I was going to say, in Rambo, that just means that there's going to be a little bit more viscera flying through the Yeah, air. I figure with Rambo, it'd be more violent, but, yeah. I, yeah. but you know, to make, give it a hard R, put some nudity into. <laughs> You'd hope. Yeah. You'd hope. But or no. maybe it just means it's bordering on X. Maybe it's going to be that violent. I mean, that last one. That last one had some scenes yes. that were almost shocking. Oh, the bodies being shredded yeah when, yeah. He, when he's at that when they're at that machine gun yes. yeah oh. 
I love no, those movies. Me too. They're so I mean, Rambo three, dumb. not so much, but one, two. Oh come and then on, that. dude! Three. When he's a superhero, cave, the cave fight, and he takes out like oh. the whole Afghani army <laughs> yes. by himself with one arm, <laughs> with one arm and a bow and arrow. Mmm, <laughs> 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 the eighties. In relation to Stallone, I'm really confused by this. The Creed about two stuff. After Creed, Creed two, he came out and said. Farewell to Rocky. Rocky's done. I'm not doing any more. They left the tail end of that movie as him going home, going home, getting back together with his son, yeah. and it closed the character out. And this week, Stallone came out and said he feels robbed of the Rocky character. I don't know how, but that he's going to make two more Rocky movies. One is a prequel to the original. How do you do that? Because the first Rocky is its own prequel. Yeah. You don't need any backstory. So, to- so now we're going to get him just in a movie of him being a club fighter. Yeah. And it's going to be dumb. It's going to be Tommy Gunn dumb. Yes. Like, I am... <laughs> I'm beside myself annoyed with this. Because Creed 1 and 2... Were great. Are brilliant. Like, they are great movies. And two had the perfect ending for one of the most classic characters in yeah. cinema. And now he's going to really just... He's going to do a prequel, and then he's going to do another Rocky movie where he trains another fighter. I think his issue Ugh. is that he ended Rocky being a side character instead of Rocky being the main character. <sighs> and I think knowing him... He is just egotistical enough that that might have hurt his little ego. It was so good, though. It was so good. So I, I don't, I don't know anything about these movies really. I know a little bit, but right. I haven't seen them. So what I'm concerned about is a prequel to Rocky. Is this going to be like CGI to make him like look like? That's the only thing I can think of. I, I just been thinking they're going to go the full time. Samuel L. Jackson. Nick Fury, like, oh, look at him. He's in the 90s. In this I, case, look at him. He's in the early 70s. I think now. they'll yeah. probably get an actor that looks enough like him and do some prosthesis, maybe, to make it look. How much do you want to bet they're going to get a young actor that is built like he was and figure out a way to digitally map his face? They could. They're they gonna, could they're, do that. They're going to oh, yeah. full fake it. They're going to yeah. do, like, cats. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> See, am I, am I the only one who saw the trailer and went, oh, that's not bad for preliminary effects? It preliminary. looked like early effects. No, I don't think it is. I honestly don't. I just want to know who said, I want a motherfucking Cats movie. Oh, I'll yeah. go see it. I'll see it. I will. But I, was, love, I love the musical. I've seen it four times. So Yeah, I was going to say, people, it's a beloved musical. Yeah. But I, I always thought it was one of those things that they wouldn't make a movie. Well, I mean, they acted like it was really secretive, like in the 80s. Like, it'll never be a movie. Yeah. Again. Well, yeah. How are you, you know? Well, I don't think anybody could figure out how to do it as a movie back then without yeah. it looking weird. Well, and, well, they're doing it and it looks weird. It looks pretty damn weird. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's his preliminary effects uh-uh, and they're going to go uh-uh. in and, f- and clean nope. it. I think that's what we're getting. I really do. I think we are, too. Unless I it's like know. a Sonic thing where they're going to... You know, where they might be like, oh, fan backlash. Oops. I hope. But, you know, I don't think it's some people are digging it. I think it would have been really cool if they just used real cats. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they could have done like a like a, a now I'm imagining like a like a Pixar movie, but with cats. Yeah, you mean The Lion King? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but not. <laughs> but not The Lion King, but not Lion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with jellical cats instead of I just don't know African cats. Yeah. I bet it will do huge box office. It'll do really well. well probably. And we'll probably all end up loving it. That's mm. going to tank. You think so? It's going to tank. <sighs> because the problem is, is it's a musical that is actually very dev- derisive or divisive. Right. People either love it or hate it. True, true. And yes, it was. The, it is the longest running musical in the history of Broadway in America. Not, not the world, just America. And, but that doesn't mean that everybody hasn't already seen it and isn't going, well, okay, well, I'll buy the soundtrack. It's, yeah, it's old. Yeah. You know, it's when's the last time like it? I can't remember the last time it toured. Yeah. I think 10 years ago or so. Someone, it's been a while. It's been a, been a long while. time. Yeah. It's they revitalized like Phantom, it. Where they, where Phantom, they revitalized oh, yeah. it and, and brought it back. Or like Les Mis. Now, the, like the Les Mis movie, I adore that movie. We talked about that last week. A lot of people don't like it. I love that movie. But I, I can't stand the movie, but <laughs> but I can't stand the musical. So okay. I usually can't stand musicals. So I love I, musicals. Like love them. Yeah. I, I do used too. To, I used to do them like in high school. I, Damn it, Mara. I like Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Oh yeah. That's probably I like Grease too. Speed. Those are probably the two I like. Grease the musical Phantom is so the different opera. than yes, Grease the movie. I know. It's so cool. And uh, <laughs> I, a fan of the opera, I'm like, meh. My mom really, really loved have it. You, so did you go I'm, see it, it live? Makes me, yeah, I have. Okay, cool. And it's it's really cool. Like the, I mean, it's amazing. All yeah. The stuff that they do, but yeah, that's some great set. Yeah, I'm just I don't know. There's something about musicals that I'm. Even when there's like a musical bit in a movie or a show, I kind of like tune out of it. Oh, see, like yeah. my favorite episode of all the CW shows was yeah. when they did the musical episode uh, last season or the season before uh, of the in the Arrowverse. Um, oh, okay. I can't remember which one it was in. It was the Flash. Really? And wow. they actually had um, one of the kids from Glee, uh, Darren Chris, came on and was. Uh, can't remember the, the the Flash villain's name, but that's literally his powers that he he controls music, and so he makes everybody into characters in a musical, and forces them to sing. And the great part is is that everybody in Supergirl and the Flash can sing. It's literally two casts full huh. of people that have done Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like really good mm-hmm. <laughs> all right rolling out with news lost yep. boys pilot on the cw is officially happening again they rewrote the script they're expecting to shoot the pilot in the fall I, i'm still interested in that i'm mildly interested because i'm such a fan of the original movie Yeah, i'm curious to see what they're gonna do see? they're going to retell the story from the movie is what they've already said the pilot will wow. basically pilot kick will off is going to be the same basic story as the movie that's I wonder, fine i wonder how they're gonna do it though I, they, see, they, I, they have a big potential to really screw it up, in my opinion, they, by, oh by yeah. doing that. Oh, yeah. I agree. I, they have a big potential to really piss off some rabid fans. I mean, I'm kind of already pissed off, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm kind of going in, like, like, why do you need to, like, redo it? Oh, see, I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I, I've I'm got, kind of gotten to the point with movies and TV and stuff where I don't really have any sacred cows. 
where I'm not like like nothing. I'm like, all right, we'll do whatever you want. Like, let, let's see what yeah. you got. If it's cool, it's cool. If it's not, it's not. I mean, oh well. I feel you on that, but I just kind of feel like if I if I'm gonna spend my time, you know, my invest time in something, yeah, change it a little bit. Like you got me. Yeah, you got yeah, me already yeah. by saying Lost Boys, and I know it's in the same universe. Yeah. So I would and like hey, to see more instead of just repeat. It can't be any worse than the sequels to the, 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 the <laughs> oh, Lost boy. Boys movies. Lost Boys, The Tribe. The Tribe I'm and whatever to the third if one I was. I watched it. I the watched. Frog Brothers one. The yeah. third one was all was all about the Frog Brothers. Yeah, and the one Frog Brother gets turned. Yeah, yeah, and he's in the. Oh, I love that movie. It was well, so and remember dumb. at the end of the tribe, <laughs> Feldman meets Haim. Yep. And Haim has turned yep. to a vampire. And I'm like, you just screwed up the entire original movie yeah, by doing sure that. Did. I hate when they do that. Ugh. When you go like like let's just take Aliens and Alien Three. Like you go Aliens yeah, Aliens and then Alien Three. They get off L V four two six, everybody's alive, but then in between movies they die. Yeah. Like you went through all that to escape and then and they die off screen yeah. and then they die off screen. And yeah. that's how I felt with lost boys too. Like he went through all that shit to kill these vampires and survive. And then all and of a sudden he still loses. And then he's a vampire like no. So yeah, that's crazy. that actually didn't bother me. I thought that was kind of, I was like, all right, cool. It's kind of mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. So hey, other news we posted <laughs> on the site earlier today. Matt Damon is returning as Loki in the Jay and Silent yeah. Bob reboot. That's going to yep. be fun. Yep. I'm excited for that. So I love what Kevin has said. He's like, nobody would give me permission to make sequels to any of my movies. He's like, <laughs> so I'm making sequels to all of my movies in one movie. Yeah. <laughs> and That's awesome. I, I, I'm like, oh, my God. That's why Ben Affleck's in it. That's why right. literally everybody from any of the movies ever yeah. is in it. I, I can't wait. I know. I, That's going to be. I, I just I love Kevin Smith. Me too. We got Bethany's name from Dogma, so. There you go. All right. And then It is returning to theaters in August prior to the sequel with additional footage added to it. Oh, Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh. So that would be pretty interesting. Maybe I'll go check that out. And then a new D&D movie is in the works. Really? Yes. What did they say it is? I don't remember. I just picked up on it. Like okay, late, right before totally, you guys came over, yeah. Um, I'm totally have to research it looks like it's got a couple that. good producers behind it. Good. So I think this a lot of this is spawning off of Stranger Things because people Absolutely. are really interested in D and D again. Thank God. I should get my kids into that. All right. Well, I, I I I've been trying to get a game going. So yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Nobody's responding. Michelle's <laughs> like, I used to DM, but you know, I have a weird schedule. I just started a game actually. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> hurt <laughs> so, you didn't this is we started like a month ago my sorry <laughs> i started <laughs> asking about a month ago new releases this week we've got well, hobbs and shaw DM, so that makes it easy that really does <laughs> <laughs> hobbs and shaw is out this week the cannot wait I'm kind of actually looking forward to it Dude, because that movie is gonna be so dumb. It's so, so fun. Those guys just playing off of each other. So much charisma on screen. Statham and The Rock and Idris Elba and Idris it's like Elba. Three of the most charismatic man men yeah. in Hollywood in one movie together. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so dumb though, <laughs> and I am so excited about how dumb it is. And Idris then, Elba's playing like. A, 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 like a universal soldier badass. Yeah. Like 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then I didn't really see what else was coming out this week because I know this is going to be the big one. But Nicolas Cage has a new movie that's coming out straight to video this week called A Score to Settle that looks absolutely horrible. Are we, are we so we're excited for it, I assume? Oh, yeah, of course. Because yeah. he makes just steaming <laughs> shit piles consistently now, other than Mandy. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, like, he went from being, like, Hollywood's darling to, holy shit, I need money. Give me any script you taxes. have. He had tons of I back know, taxes, and he had to start taking on any roles he could and to pay off his taxes. And that's when wow. he sold off his Superman. And Yep. Yeah. He had the highest graded Superman in the world. First appearance of Superman. And think, you come wow. from the Coppola legacy. Like, dude, you got to do a lot to fuck that up. He, it didn't come with any money for him. Right. But I mean, still. Just like it didn't really come with any money for Talia Shire. Uncle Francis guy just borrow some money. He, well, he, he, there, he is, that is the reason why he changed his name to Cage instead of oh, Nicholas right. Because he didn't want to be attached to, to that. any of that. Same Talia Shire did the same thing. Freaky. Anyways, so on to suggested viewings. I only have one I can suggest this week, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, I didn't see yet, but I want to so bad. I think you guys are going to love it. I I, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah. I just I'm just not excited for it. It's I am. I sit in the theater for a Tarantino film. I'm I'm thrilled. I've sat in the theater for every Tarantino film, and this one for some reason, the trailers, all of it, mm-hmm. have just left me like, yeah, it looks wonderful. It looks great. But it doesn't look like anything I'm in desperate to see. Mm. You know, like, like I know it's going to be spectacular. I know I'm going to love it. For people like us, the movie doesn't have much of a plot other mm. than the friendship between Brad Pitt and Leo. Right. Yeah. One guy's a stuntman, one guy's a movie star. Mm-hmm. And he's working in Hollywood as the scene is changing. And, you know, it comes up to... You know, he's a big Hollywood star. Then now he's doing TV westerns and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, you got to move to Italy to do spaghetti westerns. So it's just that whole transitional phase yeah, that was happening seven, then. Late 60s. Yeah, that's so cool. Th- yeah. And then the Manson thing, a lot of people are upset about that. The movie really has almost nothing to do with Charles Manson. It's just like a substructure of the plot. Like it's off in left field. Stuff happens with it. And one specific scene centers around the Manson, the Tate killings. The LaBianca Tate yes. murders. Yeah. But the movie, it's just different because there's almost no profanity in it and there's almost wow. no violence in it other than one or two scenes. It's very, it's a lot of people are like, oh, it's very you know self-indulgent for Tarantino. To me, this was a step up because it was a change. He didn't just fall back on I'm doing swearing and gangsters killing each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of blood, not a lot of profanity. It's very straight-laced, and it's more like an Altman film. It's a very slice of life. Really? Yeah, that's what this movie is. I've, I'm so excited to see this. That's Good, because I think you're going to love it. So excited. You say Altman? Oh, I love Altman. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's my... And they bring back I all these love him. classic Hollywood things yeah 
you know, just hanging out at restaurants in the bar and just you socializing and stuff. You're like gonna that. laugh. You know what the trailer reminded me of? Have you ever seen the document documentary "The Kid Stays in the Picture"? Yes. That's what watching the trailer reminded me of. Yeah, was something like a story he would tell. Yes, and I'm like, that sounds interesting. I, I I don't know. I, Being a film I really, fan that you are, I really I know you're going to enjoy it. I know I am, and that's what's driving me nuts about it. <laughs> is that honestly? Just I'm just like, oh. yeah. I, I followed this. Uh, I think I think Instagram account Vintage. I think she's called Vintage LA, and she's got a uh, Facebook too. And um, she lives in or Vintage Hollywood, and she lives in Hollywood. And and while they were shooting, she was taking pictures of them recreating like 1970s Hollywood and making these theaters and restaurants look like how they did at you know whatever oh, 1970 cool. whatever. And that just that was really impressive to me. And that's I'm excited to see this movie. Yeah. Well, with what a, with what a student Quentin what Quentin is yeah. of film, yeah, it's just I know he has the, like just the coolest stories to tell. Of course, uh, because of it, he's just you know people want to give him crap. They say he rips stuff off, but I mean, of course he does. He's he's a pastiche filmmaker who just kind of he's got so many inspirations and influences, and it's like yeah. You can go ahead and you can take it apart and say, well, you know, uh, the scene in Death Proof is actually just the scene, in, you know, the, the scene in Vanishing Point. And it's like, okay, well, I saw Vanishing Point and that movie, it was, I forgot it except for that, that car chase. Yeah. Death Proof. Sorry, it's one of my favorite movies. I love Death Proof. And there's, Death a, Proof. Lot, there's a lot more going on in that movie than mm-hmm. there is just something from Vanishing Point. Oh, there's so, a ton of, the dialogue uh, is the phenomenal. The dialogue. Yeah. The, and I love... The, the both sets of yes. girls it's are like, so cool. It's like two movies. I love it. I know, and I love both sets of girls. I love mm-hmm. Zoe Bell. She's amazing in that movie. Is everything she she's is. in I, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Too. Oh, I know yes. she is, dude. Yeah. I when we were talking last night on Facebook, the, yeah. like all of us, mm-hmm. I hopped on IMDb and it was like, holy shit. Who isn't in this fucking movie? That's like cool. the only one that 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 got me where I was like, well, "That's a shame." Is Emil Hirsch, but he's a yeah. sl- scumbag, and hopefully this is the last thing he does. So, yeah, yeah, that is like, and that is kind of like Altman, just like you know the who's who of just oh, yeah. everyone, huge ensemble. Do you cast remember when and- Ready to Wear came out, and yeah. it was th- that cast in that? We were all just like, right? Like, yeah. Did you honestly, honestly, just say, "Everybody, come to the set." Yeah, like come on. Let's go like, have fun. Come on, just. A lot of people are up in arms yeah. over the Bruce Lee scene in this movie too. I I, I've heard about it, and you know what? It's a, the movie is a fantasy. This well, is a actual. The movie is fantastical in the way it presents everything. People are mad that that the that the the stuntman character kicked Bruce Lee's ass, right? That's what yeah. people are mad about. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's exactly. a movie it's not really bruce lee and this movie is not real life it's and fiction honestly bruce yourself. lee would find that funny yeah he would and have he would have actually found that funny somebody's been messaging me about this well they disrespected bruce lee i'm like dude you know bruce lee was like the biggest troll out there right oh like, God. he trolled the hell out of people and especially hollywood yeah like once he realized that hollywood wasn't gonna let him in he was like fine <laughs> <laughs> I'll do and started having way. fun with everything. Yeah, and like making fun of everything. Mm-hmm. 
Kung Fu was his bitch. Like, he made fun of that show so amazingly. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Because it should have been an Asian guy in that movie. All right, Mara. Do you have a suggested viewing for this week? Yeah, I hope you guys have seen this movie. I just saw it. I never heard of it. And I don't know how I I missed it my whole life. The Wraith. Oh, yes. Starring Charlie Sheen, Randy Quaid, Sherilyn Finn. Yep. Who else? I think that's it. But, wow. Great cast. Wait, The Wraith. That is the car one, right? That's the car one. Yeah. Randy Quaid plays the sheriff. Yep. Charlie Sheen is a, like... I guess a is the wraith, and he was uh, unjustly murdered, and yeah. he comes back with this indestructible car, which was a uh, dodge. Uh, yeah, it was interceptor, dodge interceptor, which was a uh, uh, what you call it, experimental yeah. car. Yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, they uh, made four of them. Two of them got destroyed during the making of the movie. One of them is on display at the uh, Chrysler Museum. That's yep. what I was about to say. That the, la- that the last, <laughs> the last one, one is here. Yep. yep. I know. I want to go. I, I, I want to go to that museum in the first place. But then when I after I yep. saw that movie and I saw that, I was like, I want to go see the, the When I saw the it was raid. a Dodge, I was like, that's a Dodge from the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Like, Dodge was thinking pretty far ahead because that thing was like. Yeah. It's got it the reminds whoosh, the you know, open up. It reminds me of the space of Centauri's spaceship in The Last Starfighter. The shape of it has that uh-huh. same kind of like you can't tell which end is the front. Yeah. And the doors hold. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. it didn't have doesn't have uh, mirrors. Yeah. That this movie was just. I mean, the characters yeah. are ridiculous. They're ever the way everyone looks is ridiculous. The things that people say, they're weird slang. Oh, like the slang. The, like I was alive. I was yeah. old enough in the eighties to remember slang. That wasn't Randy slang. Quaid <laughs> says some shit to him like, when the when the drug overdose above your eyebrows drains, let me know if you saw something. And he's like questioning someone, and it's like, what, what the hell did he just say? What we were like sapping, rewinding, like what? Sounds like Randy Quaid. Honestly, yeah, he was great though. Like watching that movie, <laughs> I want. I just rewatched it like three months ago. All I could see was people <laughs> rubbing their noses. Like if you watch rewatch the movie, yeah. everybody's doing this nonstop <laughs> in the movie. And I'm like, oh my god, how much coke was on that set? Well, the one guy, the one guy is supposed to be, he like drinks hydraulic fluid and <laughs> yeah, like it's so messed oh, up. I love that movie. Yeah, this was one of those like HBO in the '80s, like The oh. Last Starfighter, The Wraith. Uh, the kids next what was it kids next door you know mm-hmm. this was one of those that was just like constant replay constant repeat Excalibur oh yeah and it, it's so funny because the car comes out of nowhere and then it's just like they race and then he like cuts him off and then he crashes into him and then it's just explosion just like yeah. he just explodes everyone and then and, he drives away yeah and then it's like the, <laughs> the, the dust all like settles and then there's that car and it's just fine Totally zooms fine. away oh um, man it was it was the oh great soundtrack to ozzy oh. osbourne bonnie tyler it was a, tons of other 80s such a quintessential people. 80s movie it yeah. really is i, I was love that movie. surprised i was shocked i had never heard, even heard of it before um i'm not that shocked because it was like it was big in the 80s for like 
a year. Ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, HBO made sure it was about a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it vanished. Like, I remember every once in a while you'd see that box art. Yeah. Like, at the, via, at the yeah, video store. Yeah, that's what Mike said, too. He remembered that, like, the guy in the, like, the helmet and the, the suit. Helmet and, yeah. yeah. I don't even remember seeing that. In this, this pose on yeah. the cover. Like, <laughs> I, like, why are you doing a tough man pose is, in a helmet? It is something <laughs> my whole life, if I were to have seen that, I would have been like, oh, I want to see that. And mm-hmm. I just I just never, mm-hmm. it passed me by. But I'm so happy I saw it the other I'm night. I'm so glad you saw that. Yeah. I love that movie. I, I can't wait to watch it again. It's it's probably one of my like instant, one of my favorite movies now. That is so cool. So that what, is so cool. What's yours, Trevor? Event Horizon. Oh. <laughs> my pants just got a little tighter and a little. Deeper. I. <laughs> it's one of those ones that I always forget how much I love that movie until I put it in and start watching it, and then I'm like, oh fuck, this movie's so. Mm. Good, and it and it is. It's so wrong in every way, shape, or form. It's it. Jen described it so perfectly as um, the Shining in space, mm. where the ship slowly takes over the guy and turns him into a monster, and it's like that's pretty damn accurate. I'm like okay. And then now I'm really wishing that all that footage that disappeared still existed. Yeah. Because there's another, it was a two and a half hour movie and they made him get rid of like 40 minutes of film because it was just way too over the top violent. And it's like, all that's left of it is that fast edit scene in the, when, when they're looking, watching the video message. Right. And the guy has got like the eye, his own eyes and his palms and... <sighs> Yeah, Whoa. this is a great movie to smoke weed and watch. <laughs> Serious, you've never seen? No. Oh yeah, we got to get you to see this one too. It's it's a good good science fiction horror. Yeah, good science yeah. fiction. Sam Neill, Sam Neill, at Lawrence the, Fishburne, the peak of his. Sean Pertwee, um, oh, there's a ton of people in this movie. Like everybody in the movie is good. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and you know them all. That's mm-hmm. the even cooler part. Where you're like, oh shit. He's in this? Like, it doesn't even look like him. Mm-hmm. Like, Alfred from Gotham is the pilot in it. Wow. And and what's even cooler is that he's the third doctor's son. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows that. Because I'm a closet Doctor Who geek. <laughs> Get back in your closet. <laughs> so we kind of want to talk about, like, all the streaming services that are going on right now. There's so many of them. There are. Yeah. It's insane. And what's going to happen with this? I mean, people are seriously getting to the saturation point with this mm-hmm. now. You can't afford to have them all. You can't. No. no, you can't. But what the funny part is, is if you think about it, if we didn't have all of them, everybody would be screaming that it was a monopoly that mono- that Netflix owned too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Or Amazon, was their streaming service owned too much. Yeah. Or whatever. And so... This is the opposite of it. This is everybody owns their own goddamn thing and nobody can. The nice part is that, that I think we're going to be seeing. I know with Disney doing, Disney has four different streaming services planned. <laughs> four. But wow. the upside is, is that they with them owning Hulu, their plan is 
that you can either just subscribe to their other streaming services like ESPN and uh, I think they're talking about a National Geographic one, the Disney Plus one, and I can't remember what else. That you can either subscribe to whichever one of those you want or you can get them cheaper as a, a uh, add-on. package. As an add-on to, to mm-hmm. Hulu. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's going to be pretty spectacular. I mean, Disney Plus is already basically one. I mean, if if we really look at what they're what they're planning on. Oh yeah, and that's going to kick off in September, I believe. Yeah, they're going to the only com- people that are going to have real competition are Amazon and Netflix, and that's just out of establishment. But out of pure original content for the Disney Plus platform, nobody's going to touch it. Like they're doing original. S- Star Wars TV series that are going to look like the movies that are being directed wow. by John freaking Favreau. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. You're not, nobody can beat that. Um, although Netflix has the Scorsese See, movie coming out. This is the issue that I have right now, and you guys will probably agree with me. Maybe. Like, we have Netflix and we have Hulu mm-hmm. now, and Netflix is like fourteen ninety nine a month. And, for 4K, right, and then the Hulu is like thirteen ninety nine a month or something like that. Uh, I pay forty something for it, but okay, I, for, I do live TV. Oh, okay, yeah. See, we don't do the live TV thing. I pay five ninety nine a month for Hulu. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's eleven ninety nine or something I, it's for us. Commercials though. Do yeah, you have she commercials? gets commercials. Okay, yeah, we have the yeah. no commercials. I'm thinking about upgrading it because it drives me fucking. Nuts. It's so worth it, and now you can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. The problem I, like I have, and this doesn't really have much to do with any of the streaming services themselves, but my big problem is I feel like I'm getting to the point of saturation with the amount of content there is. Like Netflix last night, I laid down in bed and I turned Netflix on and literally I sit there and scroll for like 30 minutes oh, and then yeah. I'm like oh I'm gonna watch this and I start watching it and it kind of loses my attention I'm like oh I'm gonna go back yeah, I'd rather watch this thing instead it's almost like there's so much content out there now that it's overwhelming it's hard to decide you can like get into a, like a decision paralysis you can I, I'll like be like I want to put a movie on and I will spend an hour and a half looking for a movie and right. then I'm like I, I don't want to watch a movie now <laughs> yeah by the time you're you know? done the, the amount of time you had to watch a movie is gone yeah yeah or i'm like it's too late i'm gonna like fall asleep before you know yeah. once the movie starts or whatever yeah yeah it's it's a lot it is a lot to uh yeah it's 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 like the, and then the thing that really sucks is that when i'm done i didn't even watch a movie yeah <laughs> because there is so yeah. much mm-hmm. and then we're getting to that point that tipping point of the everybody cut the cable yeah cut the cord I everybody's, did. I did everybody's like we're getting rid of cable and now all of a sudden we're getting back to that price point where why didn't we just keep the cable because we're paying all this money for hulu netflix i'm still saving like 80 bucks a month yeah okay but what about when the you know all the disney streaming comes out they're talking about 7.99 a month not bad for 4k oh shit that's that's really good, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll sign up yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll start paying for that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, in advance. I mean, the the issue that I'm seeing is that that 
yeah, we are at saturation point. The problem is, is that we're at saturation point over 10 platforms. You know what I mean? Like Netflix has a lot. Yeah. They don't have, but original content, they don't have that much. Like they honestly don't. Not like, quality. No. Um, Amazon, they have a lot of good stuff, but not that much. Um, CBS has a couple things. Like everybody has two or three really good things. Yeah, which makes you want to, you know, piecemeal it and get every single one. Yeah, and honestly, it's going to get to a point where, where hopefully, we can just get two, maybe three services that cover everybody, and we can get it all. See, what I'm wondering is, it going to end up being like a regular cable bill because everything's broadband, and I'm mm -hmm. wondering if the cable providers are going to start being like. Oh, in your cable bill, we can start packaging in Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, blah 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 blah, and then we're really getting back to the point where you're just back to having cable. cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that might be it. I Could mean, that be. might be what they do. Yeah, but I mean, right now, really, Amazon is probably my favorite way to go for any of it. Like, they do have a lot. I like Amazon too. Well, I, Amazon's my favorite because you can do the channels. You have additional subscriptions that you can do in there. So you can do right. CBS. Like, HBO. Showtime. Like I have my Fire Stick and I have Shutter. I have HBO. I have um, CBS. Um, and and the, the content is amazing. And the CBS one is totally worth it just for Twilight Zone and Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. And when Picard comes out. And Picard. I'm going to need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need some of that Picard up yeah. in my eyeballs. Mm -hmm. um, Hulu's <laughs> kind of like that, too, where you can add on, like you were saying with Disney. Yeah. They have it with yeah. HBO and Stars and Showtime, yeah. and I think that's it. They don't have Shudder. I don't know. No, don't. no. And and what sucks is Shudder is so worth it. Yes, it is. I ha so I worth had it. it for a minute. Um, that's like why that. I love my Fire Stick. Like, mm -hmm. I can, like, by itself, Joe Bob Briggs... His live show on Fridays when it's on season. Yeah. Live double feature, creature feature movies mm -hmm. on Friday nights. Like the old days. Like the old days is worth it. I mean, alone. Mm -hmm. That makes it worth paying for. The fact that, that he does two, two marathons a year or two, mm -hmm. even more worth it. Because I guess he's going to do another Christmas and another Thanksgiving this year. So we're going to get two more... 16 hour marathons cool um and then just the original content they're starting to do besides joe bob with with creep show with oh i forgot they were doing cre the creep show, creep show show they have a critters tv show that's right I and the Critters show too. is hysterical it is so good and they're really short episodes they're right 15 minutes or 10 minutes see mm -hmm. i love that mm -hmm. i love the change of pace that it doesn't have to be a half hour doesn't have to be an hour mm -hmm. i like that these services will offer stuff like that mm -hmm. yeah. where it's eight minutes it's 15 minutes because yep. they have the room to offer stuff like that short attention span theater absolutely you yeah. know man I, mm -hmm. I remember that show you can just watch something in 15 minutes that's what i liked about that black summer show yeah that was the spinoff of the other zombie show how every episode, the first episode, like an hour, 
And then slowly but surely, as you got down to the last episode, the last one was like 25 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, you couldn't do this on regular TV, but since it's a streaming service, nobody cares. And you just felt it ramping up, ramping up. And as it's ramping up, the episodes are getting shorter as you get near the end. It's making it more frantic for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. That's a really really, good mind game to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, But yeah, I mean, honestly, we're still at a point where it's worth it. To, to spend a little bit extra money and get some of these other services. Like, the other one I have is um, uh, BritBox. And it's my other favorite thing to have. It has every season ever of Doctor Who. All of them. From it's night- BritBox? B-R-I-T-B-O-X. Nice. And it <laughs> has it everything. It has all of Black Adder. It has... Uh, it doesn't have Monty Python. That's exclusive to Netflix. But... Um, it has a ton of great, great stuff. And that's cool. available through the Fire Stick, also. That's available through Amazon or on its own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's got. That's cool. It's got. <laughs> man, I watched. Jen and I sat down and watched. Um, Are you being served? All five seasons of it. It's like my favorite '70s British TV, and they had oh, it yeah. on there. I used to love to watch that show. It's a great yeah. show. I haven't I've seen it in a it. long time, but I used to love to watch it when it was on PBS back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the first British show that normalized gay men. Yeah. And did it without being insulting to them. Like, they did, they did well, make they fun did. of them occasionally. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he was usually the most together person on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Hysterical. Hysterical show. I wonder if we're going to get to the point now, though, that... People are going to be like, oh, I cut the cord. Are we going to get to the point where people are going to be like, oh, I cut the net, and they go back to cable. Is there any going back now? I don't think so. Or is so. it going to be I don't this? think networks can keep hmm. up. No? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say because we're just going to get more and more. I mean, this, this happened with cable. More and more channels until the point where it's like cable can't handle all the channels now we need all these streaming services mm-hmm. so now we can just have like infinite infinity everybody you know? watching something different yeah I mean, but i mean if you really pay attention to cable most of it's reality programming oh i haven't turned on cable in years i don't even know yeah like yeah i haven't paid it we haven't had cable in probably six or seven years i now. watch yeah the stuff i watch is still on hulu on their live broadcast stuff so i yeah. watch like investigation discovery lots of investigation discovery way too many murders are happening in my house <laughs> uh baking shows all that mm-hmm. kind of good stuff yeah. i wonder though too there's a lot of wondering going on tonight <laughs> as these streaming services are rolling out more in more are the cable companies going to be charging us more money because of the amount of bandwidth it uses because it really does use like a lot oh, of when bandwidth. We, when, when Jen and I first moved to Michigan, we decided screw cable. We're not doing it. We're getting um, 75 Mbps through Comcast or Xfinity, whatever. Right. And we're going to do the PlayStation View uh, for live TV. And I was using. Um, a, a, great. What's a, what's three. Th- um, <laughs> not gigabyte, not gigs. Megabytes? Uh, up. Terabytes? I was using one terabyte. A month? A month. 
Yeah, I can and, see that though. And or just under, and I was constantly on the verge of going over my limit where they're going to start charging me more. And I'm like, okay, screw this. I'm getting cable again because this is too dangerous and they're going to charge me a boatload <laughs> to do this. And so I did it. And then now I'm like, you know, like, what else do you have? And they had this like weird thing I signed up for. So now I have 100 Mbps, no limit. And I all I do is stream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot because we've got six mm-hmm. people in our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy. But we ride that fine line every month where I'm like, uh-oh. Because yeah. every few gigs <laughs> that we go over, it's like $10 extra yeah. through AT&T. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to get yeah. their unlimited service. It's only a few bucks more a they month. They don't offer it in, in where I live. No. And they only offered like 17 Mbps. Wow. wow. I was like, no, I'd rather shoot myself yeah, than, have, pretty... than have your internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, can, do you have dial-up available? Can I can I do that instead? <laughs> so do we think really there is like a war between them? No. Like ABC versus NBC versus CBS? Do we think that like competition is there with these services or no? No. I mean, maybe a little bit. Because, I mean, with their original programming and, and of course, it's like Netflix is going to want to try to get some, you know, the certain, you know, theatrical releases and classic things that are going to be popular more than the other services, right? Right, yeah. Or else who's going to turn on Netflix? Yeah. Well, so although Netflix, a- if you pay attention, is really steering away from other people's content. They are. I have noticed that. So, so I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to. I mean, they're gonna have to be competitive for me to want to watch some of their original content over. You know. Well, let I me mean, tell you, Sugar Rush you, is a great baking and show. And not and, and even like now, even YouTube's got got stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Because I mean, Cobra Kai. Yeah, oh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, you got it. It was so good. Oh, I'm not willing. Good. I'm not willing to pay YouTube. I I hate YouTube use, in, use in the, general. I'll get you Cobra do, Guy. Do the cre- do the free trial and watch it all in one week, like I did. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the first season on digital, so I can find a way to get it to you. That that would be bad boy. Bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it becomes the piracy episode. <laughs> oh, yar, yar. But yeah, so it's like every, you know, <laughs> make me turn my cat on. To sit on my shoulder. T- make me turn on Netflix, not YouTube. But yeah. I mean, Cobra Kai's kind of probably been better than most of the Netflix stuff I've seen. Just in my opinion. You know, with a lot of the Netflix stuff, like I try to get into it. Yeah. In Stranger Things is the only one that's really Scott Lambert sunk its hooks into me. And, like, I've really watched it repeatedly, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only show that I have consistently gotten into on there. Now, I, I've liked a few. I liked Dead, Dead to You or Dead to Me, and I liked Russian Doll. Oh, I, yeah. I started out loving Orange is the New Black. Last three seasons, I just did not give a shit I, about I, it I anymore. Gave, I gave up on it after season I think that was what I did too. I was like, I don't. It's like, okay, come on. How much are you gonna do here? Like, yeah. it just got too like the minute, they, the minute they killed yeah. Crazy Eyes, I stopped caring. I didn't even know she died. I, I got, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't get that far. The minute they killed her, I was like, okay, I don't care anymore. She's I'm done. Like, she was the best character on the show. I would say when they killed uh, Pusey. Oh I yeah, think that was the last season I watched. That one was brutal too. Yeah, and I was like, whatever. I started watching that show, and honestly. 
by season two, I started getting the feeling that it was going to go into weeds territory mm-hmm. where it was just going to like slide off the rails and get totally yeah. fucking stupid. So I just kind of like because eh. it's like it's like one book, one woman's memoir about like her one year in jail. And it's like, how are you going to make this ongoing series about that? Yeah. Without going off the rails and making up a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So there's I mean, there's honestly I can think of at least five six shows on netflix that are i adore dark was good too i forgot about dark that. is good black mirror oh yeah okay um, i forgot about that too um <laughs> uh, uh uh mind hunters um the, all their baking shows are ridiculously good they do a lot of uh comedy stand-up specials oh, if you're into that i mean the dave yeah. chappelle ones the Chappelle, both of those were so um, good. Didn't Norm Macdonald have yeah have a show too? Yeah, that yes. was that was kind that of was kind of awkward. Though. Trevor Noah was, was good. I went. Eh, those some of them are good, some of them weren't. Um, they have, now they have comedians in cars getting coffee. I noticed that they had that. Yeah, it's re- and I and they have Eddie Murphy on it now. The David Letterman, those are amazing. series. Amazing. And my next guest is yeah. isn't that the name of my it? My next guest needs no introduction. Oh, that's right. Those were great. And they're still going. I even watched the Kanye West one and never got annoyed with it. I did. I watched it and I couldn't. I was like, I still fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of got him a little bit more, though. When I could just see him talking. So did I, but that's not a positive. Yeah. (laughs) I got it. I made me want to punch him more. Um, But no, they have, I mean, they have a lot of great shows on Netflix. They really do, and their original content is really good. Like, everybody bashed Bright, but it was a really solid, like, better than most made-for-TV movies. It was silly, but it was still fun. Yeah. I mean, since when do any of us bash something for being silly and fun? Never. Never. Nope. Exactly. Yeah, Hulu I just haven't really watched much on. Hulu does a lot of good original content too. You most know, most yeah. of their stuff's documentary. Their documentary stuff is I'm trying to think amazing. of some of Hulu original stuff that I, I'd watched. The only thing I can think of was a show that did I think two seasons and it, it got cancelled and that was Quick Draw. Oh yeah. I loved that show. Veronica Mars. Oh yeah. Is that on there now? The first three seasons and their the all new brand new fourth season that Hulu produced and yeah Veronica Mars is back. I like her as I, an actress. I love yeah. her as an actress. I've never seen the show. I've never seen. But the show everybody, either. everybody on our face in, in our Facebook yeah groups just all Loves it. especially yeah. especially Josie. Josie, I guess, just ugly cried for the entire first season, <laughs> fourth season. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, Josie. I'm not no. insulting you. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Don't beat me up. So um, when we were out there, we were talking about another thing. Maybe we should touch on that, too. This yeah. whole this comic book thing mm-hmm. that we were talking about kind of being sick of superhero movies and kind of at our, again, using the word saturation yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. Like I we just, still, I still love them. We watched Shazam down here mm-hmm. a couple days ago. Kids loved it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great superhero movie. That's, it's a good movie. Period. But we're kind of getting to that point now where, you know, we're at the end of 
that first set of Marvel movies, and it seems like things might start changing a little bit. I think, yeah, like I like I was saying when we were out there, I think Marvel knows that they're at saturation point for superhero movies, and I think Marvel is doing what they can to get away from superhero movies. Because if you look at the lineup now, it's horror Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Black Widow spy, 70s or 90s spy movie, um, um, Blade, which is going to be more horror, um, Eternals is going to be psychedelic um, sci-fi, um, and then uh, Shang-Chi, I, uh, the Kung Fu, so they're going to have a full-on Kung Fu movie. Um, like, they're really... Branching out away yeah. from that whole standard... Exactly. Hero, origin story, mm-hmm. etc. Yep. And so, and then with their streaming stuff, they've got... Um, they're kind of going all over the place. So we're getting a Loki show, and they're promising that Tom Hiddleston isn't going to be the only Loki on the show. Um, so we're going to get Femme fem Loki. We're going to get like some of the crazy iterations that they've had over the years with that. Um, we have Taika Waititi returning with Thor. We have What If. What If. That's going to be a show, right? What If is going to be an animated series. And mm-hmm. it has basically 80% of the Marvel Universe is coming back mm-hmm. to do voice work for it. Um, and like even Michael Rooker's coming back as Yondu <laughs> to, to, to do voice work in it. Um, so, I mean, that's going to, like, Marvel, I think, really knows what they're doing. Like, they're going to give us three years of not superhero movies with Thor thrown in there as their crazy off-the-wall Taika Waititi. Let's watch him have fun. Which I think a lot of this is happening with the other, like, comic book materials that are coming out now, too. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched The Boys at all. I know you said you didn't really care for it. The book was interesting. I haven't watched the show yet. Oh, okay. I thought you did. A lot of people said they were bored with the show. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people bitching about it. But it just looks like it's not, like, your standard comic book. Yeah, okay. Well, they're also coming out with The the Kitchen that's coming out next Mm -hmm. this month or next month. Yeah. So that's another comic book movie that mm-hmm. doesn't even seem like it's one at all. No. No. So. Um, and then, I mean, we have the Valiant movies coming out with uh, Vin Diesel playing... Uh, oh, what's his name? Ninjack or... No, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Um, yes. Then we also have Ninjack coming out. Um, but neither of those are superhero movies at all. Bloodshot's gonna, I think, gonna be a Vietnam movie, um, or they'll probably redo it for Desert Storm or something. But I mean, I we're gonna there. Everybody knows that comic books are more than just superheroes, and I think that the companies are wanting to go in that direction. Well, because literally the last decade, yes, we've gotten some non-superhero comic book movies yeah but the majority of them have been straight laced or origin stories you know spider-man superman batman Mm -hmm. wonder woman iron man all of these and they're classic characters but man how much more can we be have much more can be like shoved down our throat like oh here's another spider-man movie even though they've been good i mean the new one i adored yeah yeah 
But I'm kind of. But you know that you were there. Yeah, I'm just kind of now going like uh, maybe something else. I, uh, I yeah. am, and I'm not. Well, I mean, if you love Spider-Man, I mean, great to be alive. Yeah. I don't. I never liked Spider-Man. I never really cared. So I would be really happy not to see his face plastered everywhere, everywhere for <laughs> one second of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just time for different stuff. Yeah. Why don't you know? I want to see She-Hulk in one of these movies. Uh, she's happening. She-Hulk is coming. When? Uh, I just read it. Damn it! Yeah, Don't you have these dates memorized? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. I didn't see that in the big uh, San Diego Comic Con announcement, so I assumed they weren't doing a She-Hulk. Kevin movie. Feige was talking about it. Really? Yeah. But uh, you know, that, that's the thing I'm hoping to with Blade is that you know I love uh, Vampire Tales, the uh, and so there's that's what's his name, Michael Morbius. So I think his first appearance was in Blade. I want to see him in a Morbius? movie. Morbius? Yeah. Morbius's first appearance was in Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Damn, there you go, Spider-Man again. <laughs> you well, know, Marvel developing Hulk, She-Hulk TV show. There you go. So, yeah. They were going to do it's that. Gonna be, it's going to be a Marvel Plus thing with Mark Ruffalo, and I can't remember who they're talking about playing Jennifer Walters. That'll be awesome. That'll be great. Well, it probably won't, but... It's... It will be great. Mark Ruffalo is such a <laughs> good... Like co-star kind of guy. I don't like him. Oh, how can you not like him? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, like... you can't really argue yeah. it. I don't like him. No, I know. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> there's actually a lot of people that don't like him. I've actually heard this a lot lately, really? and there's a lot of people that don't like his Hulk, especially over the last couple movies. I've heard a lot of this that how they like downplayed the Hulk a lot instead mm-hmm. of being. Like in the forefront, right? And how a lot of people didn't like that he was just like, hmm. I wonder what that was. Um, that he wasn't strong enough, like, as the character in the last couple movies. I've just heard this from multiple people. Okay. Yeah. So here's here's the thing that, <laughs> all, that why okay. I'm not really like too enthused about comic book movies or shows. Because I like comic books, and they they really, and I like movies, and I kind of feel like the thing that I like about comic books is not the thing I like about movies. So when you put it into a movie, I don't like it typically. I mean, I'll be okay with it, but like, you know, I like art, and I like the pacing of a comic book, and the way they look, and the aesthetic of, of holding a comic. So when you tell me there's like, a comic book movie you're just taking those characters and making them into a movie so i'm not like excited you're not maybe as attached to that form of media for that character or is it just because it looks different or feels i different, don't do you i think? don't like need to see she hulk like personified and actually it would like ruin it for me because like it's never gonna look as good as a comic like you're never gonna like recreate that yeah. magic and or you could do an animated movie and you might get like art style down but you're not gonna do you're not gonna get down the pacing because you choose your own pacing when you read a comic you can read it real fast right right and like not really look at the art that much or you can like spend like five ten minutes on a panel if you want and just look at it and take it yeah. in and that's what i like about comics 
So to tell me one of my favorite superheroes is going to be on, on screen, I'm like, ooh, ooh, for like maybe a second. But like, I don't know. It gets kind of worn out. I'm not like, I'm kind of like, okay, awesome. Whatever. It's not going to be as good as you wanted it. And it's not even like, I don't, it's not even about that. It's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, it's a movie. It's not a comic. Well, and sometimes our expectations, we get all built up for it, and then it's not like a proper transition of that character from the page to the screen, I think. But that's a whole nother story. That's never bugged me at all. No. I I view them as two different things. Well, I do too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I view... The comic books as comic books, and like the comic book characters as those characters. Mm-hmm. And then whenever they do a movie, it's a totally different character. I don't think Spider-Man from the comic books is Spider-Man from the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they need to have anything to do with each other particularly. Mm-hmm. Like everybody gets mad about Aunt May being Marissa Tomei, who oh. by the way is in her mid-50s. And I don't get is, mad about that. Is just as likely to be the 15-year-old boy's aunt. Oh, as Absolutely. Anybody. Which, uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. That (laughs) I am glad it's not 80-something-year-old Aunt May from the 60s, 70s, 80s that was the permanent victim and boring as hell. And Oh, she's a really strong character in these movies. And she really kind of... And she was the ultimate universe. Yeah, she kind of takes a very prominent lead role. Mm-hmm. In those two movies so I li- far, I like that they gave her her strength. That they gave her something to do other than, oh Peter, save me! Oh Peter, save me! Yeah. Or oh, I'm going to fall in love with Doctor with Doc Ock because I am just that much of a hapless fool <laughs> that I don't know that this guy has been all over the newspapers for the last 20 years and that holy crap he's really a bad guy. But no, I really care about him. He's a good guy now. He's got octopus arms. Like, see, that's not my problem with the comic book movies, though. What is that? The, that they're not comic books. Oh, see, I I wouldn't want them to be. So I can just watch a movie that doesn't have that's not just like I could watch an original movie instead. That's how I, that's kind of how I view them, is I don't view them as based on as like translations, se- of right? The like you're separating the so two. So then, what's yeah. your interest in seeing it then? To see how somebody else pictures characters that i used to love so you are seeing it as the character that that i see it as spider-man but i don't see it as that spider-man well of course it's not i'm not i i can do that too it's like a lot of people get really upset you know my thing is wonder woman a lot of people got really upset about gal Gal gadot playing her i thought she's perfect yeah i think she did a really good job and i think she's a great movie wonder woman oh yeah am i ever gonna watch that movie again no it was not enjoyable Mm. it wasn't good um I don't like movies like that. I like Wonder Woman comics. I think she was a great Wonder Woman, though, too. She was. Yeah. She did a really good job. She, she really, like encapsulates yeah. that yeah. character she did it, like, for sure. Perfect. You know, like what I don't get, though, too, with comic book movies is yes, we've gotten all these mainstays repeatedly, but like, why can't we get like a good, like, Red Sonia movie or yeah. a good. We're about to get a Conan. good Red Sonia movie. And then, yeah. I guess the other thing, too, is why I feel better is because I do kind of feel like a lot of my characters are kind of left in the dust. Um, I don't know. Like, what would your characters be? Red Sonia. Yeah. She-Hulk. I mean, Catwoman, which they 
kind of, they did not leave in the dust. They kind they brought out in you know, but not enough. And, 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 and only and, once very well. Yeah, and well, like besides the sixties, I love I, I love the too. Lee Merriweather Earth yeah. Kit. Yeah. I do too, <laughs> and, but like the Halle Berry movie was really weird. I don't oh, know. Oh God, that, that was that wasn't Catwoman. No, it wasn't. And it's it, like it they really just wasn't. what did they do? They just made that movie so they could like keep rights to the to the name <sighs> no. Catwoman. Like, I, funny enough, Warner Brothers owns DC. <laughs> So well, yeah, there was no were... there's no issue of rights. It's their character. Yeah, well, it's, it says like DC on the like movie, but it's I like know. not. I know. I it's not my, Selena Kyle or even anyone else who was ever Catwoman. My guess has been since it came out was that they had a script for something that was kind of similar to Catwoman, mm-hmm. and that they thought that they could slap the name Catwoman and change character names to Selena Kyle mm-hmm. and go look Catwoman, and then. And pretend that that's what they were making, yeah. and think that we were dumb yeah. enough to be like, "Oh, that was such a great take yeah. on the character." When all of us went, "What the fuck was that?" Like that is not. Give me Brian Bolland, Catwoman from the nineties. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer was. She was awesome. She was good. Yeah, she was good. I mean, she was so psychotic in that movie. Yeah. But I love so... that she trained so hard that all the whip work was actually her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she did good. She took that really seriously, and yeah, and the a good movements. Role. And I mm. mean, to talk about something that really takes a, a big veer from the source, uh, from the sources, Batman Returns and and uh, Catwoman's origin story. That's I don't. That's never. That's, that's no not, comic yeah, at all. No, that's she's had yeah. a couple different origin stories, and, and that one is of them. not <laughs> none of them. Yeah, but that was still cool. I still really liked that. So I, I guess I guess maybe I'm bitter because none of my characters have been explored. Enough. Well, you're about to get a female produced, female directed, and obviously female starred Red Sonia. That's that's what we need. Um, so I'm just praying to God that they don't. Dynamite does some things okay with the character, mm-hmm. but I oh every time I read it, I feel like it's purely TNA with bad storytelling or mediocre storytelling. And she could be so much more than just TNA. There's tons more in that Dynamite that's more than that. I don't know what you've read. Well, I've only read a few issues because I was like, this is I'm, I'm very interested to read what you read because I mean, you might have read like maybe the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. When it first came out. Yeah. It, I mean, Gail Simone that, took over, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, well. it's not. Well, like if Gail that. Simone's writing it, that would, yeah, it's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. Because she is probably my second favorite comic author She's, of like the last 20 years. You read her run, and then when she ends, um, I can't remember who takes over, but they stay good. Really? Yeah. That's good to hear. Because, yeah, like when I read that for the beginning of, the, of it, yeah. it was. It really just felt like it was an excuse to have a woman in a chainmail bikini. They're hit and miss. Some of them are like that. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, "Oh, come on!" Like, <laughs> like, like it's, I, some I of like it's woman, great art. I like, I, mean, I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I like the the concept of a woman in chainmail bikini just as much as any anybody. But at the same time, I want a good story out of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, well, yeah, TNA because if it only exists for. Exploitive purposes, then, then what's the point? Exactly. You know, if there's no but story, if you're, if you're gonna have that character and have freaking Gail Simone writing it, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm different, okay with that. totally different. That's like I want James Gunn to when he does Suicide Squad, I want him to actually do Villains United, the the Gail Simone run with those characters, mm-hmm. 
and bring in Catman and and those because it was mm-hmm. the best time anybody has ever written an all villain team. So. I just want a good Suicide Squad movie. James Gunn's writing it, and directing yeah. it. I'm not too. I'm concerned. not fearful. And the upside is is that apparently he just signed a deal for three more movies that he's not saying what they are. Hmm. So and it's and it sounds like only one of them is Suicide Squad. It's pretty interesting too that he's transitioning between DC and Marvel. So mm-hmm. he's going to be doing another Guardians movie, and he's doing Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. A lot and of he's these announced come- that that, Gar- that Guardians is coming second to Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of massive. It is. It just, I just don't want to wait that long for another Guardians movie. I know. I love those movies so much. They're so much fun. I love them because they're not superhero movies. They are yeah. just good. I, like, sci-fi I didn't movies. see the second one for some reason, but I really liked the first one. Kurt Russell and, totally made the second. Movie. You know, I, you know what else? I, I did. I already say this. I want to see Michael Morbius, the living vampire, in a movie. Yeah. Whoops. Oopsie. Whoops. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, see him in a movie. Michael Morbius. Yeah. He'd be interesting. I've never. I always preferred when they used Dracula or yeah. or the other vampires over him he always seemed like safe vampire you know what i mean like i don't know i, I never dug he's him. not a bad guy that's why that's part of what i didn't yeah. like is that i didn't like that that they spent a lot of time making him a threat and then went but he's a good guy well he's a threat <laughs> to like he's a threat to the wrong person yes, yes. and he's like a he's a threat to the patriarchy because he's trying to, you know, hang out with the girl and let her have her own choice and, like, listen to her thoughts on politics. And the dad's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you got to stay here. <laughs> and he's like, no, I've come on. I've never thought of him in that perspective. <laughs> yeah. See, I like comic mo- movies like V for Vendetta, things like that, that just have a more That's like, darker aesthetic yeah, uh-huh. to them. And have you heard if, if 100 Bullets is still happening, if HBO is still moving forward? I the, don't know. I do not know. That, have you ever read it? No. It is one of the coolest comic book series of all time. Is that from Image? No, it was Vertigo. Okay. And so the whole concept was, is well, let's say it, Mara is, is the main character of the first story. Okay. Mara's at a a diner. Somebody has just horribly hurt her, and her life is falling to shit. Why would you do that to me, Trevor? (laughs) Oh, wait, but you're going to like where it goes from here. Stranger walks into said diner, slides a box over to you, and says there are 100 bullets in this box. They are completely untraceable, and so is the gun. No one will ever know that anybody you shot was shot by you. Bye. And that's every issue of 100 Bullets. Oh, that's pretty interesting. It's a different person given that power. So that's pretty cool. So this would have cool. to be like a show. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. And it was, it's, I can't remember who wrote it. I want to say Grant Morrison, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Just amazing. Amazing series. And it was Brian Azzarello wrote it. Okay. And it was just okay, great. yeah. And it gets no no love, no credit for what it was. And it's intense. It's a really intense series. And then it actually ends up merging stories together by 
like halfway through the run. Yeah. It was a hundred issue it, run. Yeah, I just saw it's a hundred issues. Yeah. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. And it was and and so then you start getting backstories and you start getting right. everything as All the, the series goes. I've always seen oh. this in the shop, but I in the comic shops, but I never knew what it was. It's so good. And it's not so like good. I don't know. It doesn't sound like something yeah, some, most of us would like. Well, sometimes you don't know. Yeah. By title or like I don't know if this is I, I, you don't want to take a risk, you know. I got lucky and was working in a comic shop when the trade first dropped and they're mm-hmm. like, dude, have you read it? And I'm like, No. Why would I read a book about called hundred bullets? Yeah, and it's got like a guy in a suit and the- Yeah, I'm like, that looks totally not I don't read Punisher, I don't read that crap. I'm like, no, no, no. You've really gotta read this. And I'm like, All right, fine. So I picked up the trade and yeah. So I think in general what we're saying is give us more creative comic book movies yeah. that give us variety. Yeah. I mean outside I, the I, realm of what keep, we've gotten so keep far. giving me superhero like superheroes are fine. But don't give me 14 superhero movies a year. Give me one. And let's let's do like <laughs> like I said some of the like unsung ones, you know, mm-hmm. like someone you don't really see a lot, you know. Well, yeah, like that's, that's why I'm excited about like Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and they actually got a great Asian actor to play him. Blade, and they've got a two-time Academy Award-winning actor playing him. The uh, Eternals has a ridiculous cast in it, and it's out there. It's got Angelina Jolie, and I can't remember who else is going to be in it. Tons of people. Tons and, of people. And then now the the rumor is is that they're going after Keanu Reeves to be Moon Knight. Which would be pretty rad. And so you're going to get Marvel's crazy Batman, and that's going to be <laughs> interesting. Because the dude literally has multiple personalities. He's a great character. And, yeah, there's so much going on there that... I still want a ROM movie. ROM (laughs) is is in development hell. Yeah, they talked about it for a while, and then... The problem is is nobody (laughs) knows who has the rights. Mara just Mara laughed at me it? when I said Rom. Yeah. You remember Rom? Space I don't Knight? I don't remember it, but I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Rom Space Knight was a great comic. Yeah, I used to read that comic yeah. when I was a kid for it's a while. So did funny. Did you see the Rom at the at the sale? I did not. Who was there? Damn it. The it was such it's a like good this big. It's cool. it was such oh, a good. Oh shit. It's good probably comic. gone, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's it gone. Is. Yeah. Um it was such a good comic. Just like the GI Joe comic, everybody was like it's a toy comic. It can't be any good. Transformers comics were good. The original Transformers ones. comics were great, mm-hmm. and it had the best joke ever as uh, on the top of the final issue. Because it was supposed to only run for four issues, and they mm-hmm. never said, okay, we're making it a, a running issue. Right. And so it says number 81 of a four-issue limited series. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, G.I. Joe, I mean, how many comics can you honestly think of that are 155 issues of one story. That's what G.I. Joe is? Yeah. It's one continuous, well-told story with one writer the entire time. And then now, IDW has gone back and started at issue 155 and a half, and they're now up to 200 and something with the writer from the original run still writing it. Really? Yeah. It's the most intense thing in history. And it's just a really good story mm-hmm. with cool characterizations, mm-hmm. which is what I think surprised everybody. Yeah. Is that it was serious. It wasn't yeah. like the cartoon where it was like bumbling Cobra and stuff. It was yeah. like, there's an a- issue where the Dreadnoughts actually use a chainsaw, one of the guy's dogs. Damn. Doesn't kill him. Yeah. Like the dog's alive in the next issue, but you're still like, holy crap. 
like it's intense, like serious adult stuff going on yeah. in a kid's Marvel book. Yeah. So yeah. Now if we can just wait for Chris to get back, <laughs> maybe we'll wrap this show up. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you, we can talk more about different movies you want to see, different comic book movies. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see, it's funny, going back to the 80s stuff, I'm really excited for the Masters of the Universe movie. Are they going to do that? I didn't even They're that. doing it, and they're doing it seriously. So they're not doing it like the old Dolph Lundgren one. They're actually trying to do it justice, uh-huh. which... That that can be really exciting. It's a cool universe. Yeah, it is. Especially if you watch the the I don't know. Did you watch the two thousands cartoon when they re when they rebooted no, it? No, no. It was really cool. They I actually heard. made it's Skeletor really a compelling villain. Yeah. Instead of like ah, rah, rah, yeah, you know, he was. I like him like he, that though. He, <laughs> it was fun like that. But this one, they decided that he was. The brother or half brother of King Randor, mm-hmm. and he tried to take over mm-hmm. the, the 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 kingdom, and started like this whole thing, and ended up getting acid splashed on his face, and and it melted all the skin off his face, and that's how he ended up with the skull face. Cool. Like the whole thing was this intense political drama, and it was, and the whole series was a political drama. It yeah. was like trying, like they'd go to different areas where the B people were. And it have to do something to get the B people to join their side. Yeah. And like it was just an intense political show. Yeah. It's craziness. So that one I'm excited for. Thundercats is still being talked about. Oh man. Yeah. I'm hard. Yeah. I love Thundercats. Thundercats live action, which the live action part kinda concerns me. You know, I'm still actually kinda surprised. It's be like at- cats. What's that? It might look gonna like do cats. it like cats. It oh, that like be cats. oh, that be and it's a musical too. <laughs> Thundercats, the musical. I just want to see somebody dressed up as Lionel going thunder, 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 thunder. like you know, yes. horrible dance, like Bob Fosse dancer. Uh. <laughs> there you go. That's really gonna shake up the reboots, you know. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And but I, I really want them to re- after after they did Bumblebee so well. Mm-hmm. I want them to reboot G.I. Joe in the 80s and actually make it... Make it proper for the actual context of, of what the G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yes, G.I. Joe existed before the 80s, but it was just toys. There was no story at all. Right. Mm-hmm. It was in the 80s when they said, oh, Star Wars figures are selling a lot. What can we do? Oh, what G.I. Joe. What can we do Joe. in that scale? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's bring G.I. Joe. Oh, but he doesn't have a story. So let's do a cartoon and a comic book. Mm-hmm. And the comic book, like I was saying earlier, is just one asta- astoundingly well written. And if you could do the characters like they were in that, you'd end up with a really solid movie where you mm-hmm. could have characters that actually have depth <laughs> and interest. Those two movies they put out, like the first one was fair. Like, it's watchable. The second one is just terrible. Like, it made no sense. See, I actually like the second one a lot more than I like the first one. Yeah. Because it at least tried to go back to... The first one left them in such freaking limbo, weird place. Right. That in order to go into the, the second one, they had to figure out how to repair everything that they screwed up in the first movie. And they kill everybody. And so they get rid of Duke. Yeah. And I'm and honestly I'm glad they got rid of Marlon Wayans because he was the worst part Terrible. of that first yeah. movie. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I, I loved The Rock in it. He was a perfect roadblock. I loved um 
the Bruce Willis part was amazing. <laughs> like that was just so freaking. It's like dumb holy fun. shit, Bruce Willis is in this movie. But how <laughs> Bruce Willis is in GI Joe. Yeah, Bruce Willis is GI Joe. Yeah, like okay, that okay. <laughs> sure, I'm okay with that. But, All right. Yeah, I think it's time to call it a night. Yeah, we're at ninety minutes. Yeah. Of just bullshit. Yeah. Ninety minutes of of just yapping. That's yeah. okay though. Streaming wars, m- comic, comic book, book movies. movies. Yeah, and then comic book movies we want. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back next week. We're talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood next week. So. Check back with us. Good night. Bye. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.